0: party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast that's built for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I'm joined by my longtime friend Bill Hydrick to play a game of Promethean the Created by White Wolf Publishing. Promethean is an incredibly fascinating game and one I particularly wanted to explore on this show because even though it's ostensibly built for a traditional party structure, the kinds of stories it's interested in are so solitary and individually focused it feels like it's almost better suited to a two-player game. Before we dive in, though, I have two quick things to touch on. I did some playing with sound effects in this episode, and I want your feedback about it. Did you like it? Did it make things sound overproduced? Does it help with the ambiance? Tweet me at Party of One Pod and let me know. If you're interested in coming onto the show as a guest, shoot me an email at podcast at gmail.com. Whether you're a game designer, podcaster, tabletop enthusiast, or you've never played a game before, I want you on the show. All that said, let me throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the game. You only live once, that's cool I suppose, but you can live forever through the songs you compose, you share, the highs and the lows. Thanks future me. Uh, this week I'm sitting down with Bill Heydrich. Bill, how you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great, how are you?
0: I'm doing super well, I'm super excited to play. Uh, we're playing Promethean the Awakened, the Created?
1: Yeah, Promethean, the
0: Promethean the something or other this week uh, It's a World of Darkness game It's got a complicated title with a hi- uh, colon involved It's going to be a lot of fun Why don't you tell me and the viewers at home A little bit about your character
1: Okay, so I'm playing you know, Siren Promethean So I'm um, ancient, water-dwelling Promethean really, really dark character He's been around for a long time Uh, Led a cabal of vampires way back in the day That didn't work out too well And I've been kind of slinking in the shadows I met Machiavelli I met uh, Sun Tzu I've studied the arts of human manipulation Caused the uh, 1929 stock market crash When I came to the United States And I've been kind of slowly growing More and more isolated and paranoid uh, Trying to keep up with the change uh, And humanity as we go along
0: Cool, cool. And uh, a little bit about just Prometheans in general is the, they're beings that were once dead and then brought to life through divine fire. Uh, Frankenstein's a good example. Osir- osiris come from the the myth of Osiris, the idea that uh, his wife brought him back to life with the power of the gods. So they're sort of – and Prometheans are sort of haunted by the sense that they don't belong.
1: There's it's a really things- fun, pleasant game.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of laughs. going to be <laughs> – fun for the whole family um yeah they're haunted by this uh, this thing called disquiet which literally the the earth that they walk on and every person they speak to is sort of haunted by the sense of fear or unease
1: and And everything's unnatural
0: yeah and so their whole life is sort of a quest to become human essentially so we begin our story uh in the sewers of, of underneath new york So why don't you describe your uh, subterranean layer a little bit?
1: So I gave my character this ability uh, that not a lot of other Prometheans would have to actually breathe underwater. Water is where my character would normally be able to rest, but not many other characters would be able to actually survive underwater. So I made a kind of false door uh, opening that allows me to kind of go through these pipes like, there's an open sewer somewhere I can walk through there, and then once it gets deep enough, I can go down and just go a, a good amount in, and then it comes up in an area, and I have, like, uh, a nice security door with a camera that I can view inside. Uh, and then once inside, it's very Spartan accommodations. Some books, um, some gas gaslighting, uh, and the, you know, laptop with a strong modem, so I sure. don't have to leave, but,
0: yeah, very... Very low key. Sure. All right. So, your character uh, what are they? What is what is your character doing on an average night? Say eight thirty p.m. on a random Tuesday. Reading. Reading. So you're deep in a book. You're getting lost in the magic of reading. When <laughs> uh, from the distance under in the sewer you hear the distinct sound of an explosion from a great distance away and metal plating sort of knocked to the side and clanging up against the wall.
1: So I'll I'll go to check uh, the security footage I uh, or the, the, at least the right outside the door of my sure. lair.
0: Uh, so you look at the security footage and you see that there is a single male figure in top to bottom tactical gear. It has blown out the false door within your sewer lair. Sort of coming around the bend like he's got like I said he's got tactical gear head to toe. His face is covered and he's he comes through the door um comes through the door crouching stands up looks around takes off his tactical mask to reveal a striking dark-skinned man a uh, middle eastern maybe egyptian um thick beard long flowing hair and he kind of looks around and suddenly you hear this rich echoing laugh from all the way down the tunnel sort of a <laughs> Moment later, still echoing down the halls you hear. Morris! Your friends the rats have betrayed you. The great hunt is at an end, my friend. Face your reckoning once and for all. who, who is this guy? Um you can make me a roll use you in your intelligence and a cult. Okay. Uh adding your plus one for your uh, cult specialty to see if you can get an understanding of what this guy of something like this guy is a sort of aura
1: alright so let's see three plus two so five d10s let me pull up the generator here alright five d10s let's roll and so I'm looking at the individual rolls right yeah for eights and above alright so I got three successes
0: okay cool you are watching his. You're watching his movements, and you you're watching sort of the air, almost the air around him, is sort of not quite pulsating, but like there's a certain energy and a certain aura that you, that because of your time spent among vampires, you recognize it as distinctly sort of vampiric. Vampiric. Okay. But beyond that, like you're not sh- like something strikes him. Strikes him, you as very familiar about him. Okay, but you can't really pinpoint what it is per se.
1: All right, so I'm, I'm clearly not prepared for this. I don't know who this guy is, so I'm gonna try and, and bug out somehow. Um, so I, I would hope that I had the presence of mind to install a backdoor, but he just gave me the opportunity to create one. And I didn't tell you I had one. Um,
0: this is true. You had that out.
1: I had that out. Okay, I'm going to uh, op- open the door and and wait for him to actually come around the bend because I only saw him through the camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna o- I'm gonna open the door, yeah, and uh, you know ha- have whatever uh, fine alcohol that I sup on and just have have the snifter in my hand and appear like I'm ready for him.
0: Okay. He comes around the band, he sees you, you the two of you lock eyes with each other. He kind of lets out another he lets out a low chuckle. <laughs> I can respect a man who would enjoy a last drink before his untimely demise.
1: <laughs> so let's see. This this uh this fixed stare ability I have, is that mortal or or anybody?
0: Uh did, let's look it up let's look it up. It's on page 130. Uh, Promethean must make eye contact with his intended victim He can paralyze the target Sapping her will to act as long as he maintains eye contact Yeah, it doesn't say anything about specifically Promethean So I assume it can work So
1: yeah, I'll I'll, I'll attempt to do that Okay Uh, Presence Four Plus Uh, Only the one success Okay And uh, I'll say Surely you thought to bring more than yourself Let me see what
0: happens on a tie. I think a tie is considered a success. Or is that considered a failure? Not sure. We'll call it a partial success. He stands very still, but his will is not shaken. Okay. He looks at you, um, smiles for a while, and says, As soon as my body is my own again, it shall take no more than merely than one. To end your thousand-year reign of terror. Who do you think I am? I think that you are Morris the Rat, who betrayed his chosen flock and wandered away to hide with the other rats in the sewers of New York rather than embrace your destiny as a god among men.
1: That's all very touching. But, uh, why don't you, uh, run off and fight vampires if you want to fight somebody? Just...
0: Conflict among the clans is entertaining, but the order of the Great Hunt seeks a greater prey. My destiny is here with you in these sewers. They shall tell tales of my victory for generations.
1: Could, let's see, could I, uh... I, w- I want to attempt to mess with this guy's mind, not sure what ability I should use. I've got your shit. I guess I just have suggestion, right?
0: That, that would probably be the best one
1: to do, yeah. Or how about this, could I just do like a straight up, uh... No, I got this. Okay. So I'll do suggestion. Okay. Tell him to... You know, swim out to the middle of the Atlantic. And fight me there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what's the role for suggestion? It's... Uh, versus composure plus
0: Azoth. So versus my composure.
1: One... Oh, you gotta be kidding me. One success.
0: So... Uh, the two of you have locked eyes. You've told him that if you wish to fight, you'll fight in the midst of the Atlantic. He looks at you and begins to move towards the water. Uh, again, his composure hasn't changed even as his body is sort of moving against his will. He, even even as he goes towards the water, sort of mock you with, You send my body to sleep with the fishes, but I am merely a vessel for the order." Another will come, and then another and another until we have your head on a platter and we dance amidst your scattered entrails for a thousand generations. <laughs> With that, he sort of flops backwards into the water and sort of, his head still up, he sort of begins like backpedaling <laughs> like backstroking his way up through the water as he continues just mocking you in the same way, describing all the myriad ways that he and his order will have their vengeance now that they know that not only are you still alive but that you are so close to their grasp.
1: Oh god. This sucks. So I think since my uh, lair is has been compromised, I'm going to make the process of moving everything of value from there and kind of Going on the run, okay, uh, or at least to some place where I can lay low and think about what I want to do. Sure. So I'll, I'll I'll grab uh I'll grab my you know computer. I'll grab uh, any books I have on the occult. Sure. Make my way uh, out of the sewers uh, on let's say the the north end of the city. Sure. Going going upstate. But I'm, I want to find uh, maybe see like I'll probably. This will be the middle of the night, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe uh, find a, a library I can break into.
0: Sure. All right, so you're moving through the city, passing by pigeons, rats, you know, city animals. And at your very presence, they... The, the rats, you know, back up and hiss and run off, and the pigeons sort of fly, running into each other as they sort of panic and flee in your presence. You pass through empty streets and, you know, abandoned lots as you make your way towards a small upper town library. Um, you're gre- you know, um, you're greeted.
1: Well, I guess I should have said at the outset, uh, my character is missing his right whole right foot, and I have a cane, so I'm, I'm hobbling through the city here.
0: Yeah, so you're sort of hobbling along. Animals are fleeing at your presence. You arrive at the library. You see that almost... Almost all of the lights are turned off. Except for uh, a single light by the front desk. As there's a single, like, night librarian... Sort of quietly filing books and filling out paperwork. You can see this. You can see them inside from the outside.
1: See, I think... I think I'll, I'll attempt to do the... To... what well, can I attempt to stealthily enter?
0: Maybe through a back door... Yeah, sure. All right. So roll me a stealth... I think there's a specific set of things for...
1: Yeah, there's a physical. So <laughs> minus one, unskilled.
0: Roll me a dexterity plus larceny um, plus any equipment you might have, which I think is none. So dexterity plus larceny minus one, because it's un. Untra- so dexterity minus one. Okay. As it is... I think it is untrained. Well, actually,
1: actually I, do, I do have a... Uh... Uh, uh, larceny.
0: Okay, then yeah, roll me dexterity plus larceny. Alrighty. We'll say that we'll say two difficult uh, two successes.
1: I two successes.
0: Perfect. So um, you creek There's a there's an open window, uh, on the far end that leads you to sort of the basement stacks. There are there uh is a single um college age student who had been studying most likely open the window that you're able to sort of sneak past, they're passed out on stack on a stack of books. You kinda of quietly creep past them and find uh well like where are you where do you go inside the library to sort of be alone.
1: I can probably find a computer somewhere that that's in a corner. You know, yeah that wouldn't yeah, necessarily with, with be
0: ease, hidden yeah. but it'd be out of the way. Yeah with um, ease, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I guess I, I want to try and, and figure out um, what what could possibly be uh, like a vampire that's not in control of his own body, or a vampire that's split into other consciousnesses. Uh, based on what that what that guy was saying. Okay. So that'd be like an academics and occult role.
0: Yeah. Uh, intelligence plus occult. With your, Intelligence uh, plus occult. Okay. With your bonus uh, specialty for a vampire, which is an additional one dice.
1: That's one, two, three successes.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to tell you the thing about it, and then you can ask me an additional two questions to sort of clarify.
1: Okay.
0: You're you're scanning, um, like, conspiracy rags, occult history books, that kind of thing. And you're finding that... In the uh, northern Egyptian area, there was a sect of... Uh, there is said to be a sect of vampire called the Anubi. They, they claim to gain their power from, Anub, from the Anubis, the god of death. Uh, within that bloodline of vampires, there is said to be... Uh, there is a subsect that, that have called themselves the Order of the Great Hunt. Uh, from your studies, there is a great... They, claim to um, hunt what they consider to be uh, essentially the vampire version of the antichrist like uh, or like almost a vampire version of Judas like a great betrayer sure who was once a great ally to the vampires and then abandoned them uh, and you're finding a great there's there's a bunch of letters. Over the – you know, various letters from people said to be associated with the Anubi, some of whom are renouncing the Order of the Great Hunt, and they say that the Hunt – that there's no chance that the betrayer is still out there. There's no chance that he lives on and that the Hunt has to be merely philosophical, like a philosopher's stone. There are others that claim that the only way to succeed in the Great Hunt is to zealously continue to track down this immortal being that betrayed them ages ago.
1: Shit. Um, so, I guess my second question will be, um, and this might not be the same line of questioning, but like, how did they find me?
0: Um, you're not able to find that just strictly in your uh, research. You'd have to make a yeah. separate so.
1: Uh, how how large is this group?
0: Uh, the Order itself is fairly small but they are a part of a larger bloodline that sort of that uh, people, or conspiracy theorists claim is sort of connected around the globe It's still, it's small by vampire standards Okay They're a subset of the larger Gangrel bloodline, or clan Okay But it's still, you know, there's people conspiracy theorists point to various people around the world and be like, they're their habits match those of the Anubi bloodline.
1: Got it. Okay, so my last question will be, um, what sort of uh, magic or, or powers do they possess, that, specifically along that body possessing?
0: Sure. Gangrel vampires are particularly known for their um, transformative properties. Amongst vampires, they sort of are the most primal and animalistic They tend to have a lot of powers about controlling animals, about changing their own body to take bestial form. And and they're known for their great resilience. So they're so likely, so they're not, they're more, they're the most sort of the more physical vampire clan. And then the Anubi are sort of just an offshoot of that. They're pretty similar Mm. as part of this larger clan. So... My
1: idea, sure, is to either kill someone and make them appear to be me and put them back in my lair or uh compel someone to impersonate me and be killed by them, okay, but I think if i were if I had been seen. By one, it's probably some sort of uh like communal consciousness or something. I probably wouldn't be able to fool them that way um, but but I know that as long as I'm on the move, I'll be good, so. I want to find a place to uh a place to be uh during daytime. In fact, I think I'm going to um leave the library and walk along the Hudson River. Uh you know, staying out of sight uh in in the tree line. Sure. And uh c- contemplate my my strategy a little bit more.
0: Okay. Sure, so you come out of the library you uh head towards the hudson uh what's your destination like you're not other than fish and the occasional frightened like like uh riverside tourist even like during the day you're not particularly noticed, so let me ask you like where you're what where you're headed and where you, what you're looking like what you're looking for along the trip
1: let's see i'm uh Keeping an eye out for, uh, someone who might match my, uh, physical description, because I'm I'm still not entirely, haven't entirely convinced myself that that's not an option. And basically, I I just want to keep moving until, until dusk, when I'll, you know, take a break and, 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 regroup.
0: Sure, sure. Okay. So, um, you travel for most of the day, and you don't really see anyone, it's pretty quiet, um, it's a big river, you're not really attracting a lot of attention. Late in the day, you see, uh, a dock worker along the Hudson, who does look, uh, like, uh, not shockingly like you, but certainly to some, certainly enough that if somebody had never seen you in person, you could point to them and be like, yeah, they have my general features, Mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah so you see them moving some boxes you notice that he's has a prosthetic foot oh wow <laughs> um that's well that's and that's really the main thing that i assume you've been looking for because right right be the biggest um yeah there's better that chop it off and that's really the closest you, you find is a guy that looks kind of like you from a distance Otherwise, yeah, otherwise you keep heading You keep heading upriver, there's not really a whole lot. The animals are still repelled by your presence. Occasionally you look up and see a person look at you and kind of smile at the, the swimmer in the water, and then immediately their smile turns into a scowl, and they kind of back away and start, like, running. hmm But as a Promethean, and who's somebody you've been around for this long, that doesn't surprise you. Yeah. You know, it... I imagine that the hurt of seeing that has sort of you've found the ability to bury it down by this point.
1: Yeah. More more than expected. More more shocked when it doesn't happen.
0: Right. Nothing terribly eventful other than this one person if you'd like to interact with them otherwise I, you can keep you on. You know, the trip. I
1: think I think I will. Uh, I want to try to let's see. I, I let's see. I think I want to try to use him in a non-lethal way. I want to use him to get information. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, I, I'll assume that due to my uh, uh, resources, I have a decent amount of cash with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I'm going to uh, approach this man and, and you know ask him if he's ever been to New York City.
0: Well, I've been around, you know, work is work. We go where we're needed.
1: Are you looking for work?
0: I've got a pretty, pretty steady gig moving boxes at the docks. You know, it's it's a living.
1: How would you like to make $500 for one day's work?
0: That's not a bad deal. It uh, Depends on what the job is. I won't kill anybody. Oh, not for 500 not. at least.
1: <laughs> I need you to go to this address in Manhattan and wait there. And then call me at this number in 24 hours.
0: So it's like a house-sitting gig, then, you say?
1: One could think of it that way.
0: Well, that's a really cryptic response, but uh, you know what? That sounds like a pretty good way to go. I've learned not to look a $500 gift horse in the mouth. (laughs) Wise man. So he takes the money. He heads back towards his car uh, and drives off. Assume you find a place to hide out and sort of wait for him, wait to hear from him
1: yeah i i mean is it too much to assume I have a phone?
0: yeah no, I think that's fair. it's you know if not, you can find one and buy one without hanging around a store too much and triggering
1: yeah. It's quiet so so' say uh, say i do that yeah uh and you know really this is just uh i mean maybe he gets approached, maybe he doesn't uh if anything, it's just a uh, kind of a a roadblock
0: sure um, so you hang low. Most of you. Most of the night, you don't hear anything. Around two a.m., you do get a call.
1: Okay. Hello.
0: Naughty boy, naughty boy. Did you think you could fool us with a fresh body? Not that we don't mind the snack.
1: Now, can I tell that if this is the same? This is not the same.
0: Yeah, this is not the same voice. Not
1: the same voice. Uh, To whom do I have the honor of speaking?
0: My name is Amon Catal. Agent of the Order of the Great Hunt, Iron Knife of the Anubi Bloodline, General Saint of the Gangrel Clan, you know, one of the boys.
1: With, with titles like those, you'll have trouble.
0: You know, we vampires, we like our pomp and circumstance.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm glad, glad to know you're, you're hot on the trail. Catch me if you can. Click.
0: A second later, you get another call. It goes, I, do you answer it? it go to voicemail? It
1: goes to voicemail. Uh,
0: you just get a voicemail like, you, you know this is a cell phone. I can just I can call you all night. I don't know why. You know what? We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk in person. It's fine. Hmm? <laughs> so, uh, what's your next move? You kind so... of have an idea of who these guys are? You have an idea you... Now, you maybe not don't know quite what they're after what they're after per se you know or why they're yeah. after you, but you have an idea of who they are, what they do
1: so okay, here's what I want to do sure i I've got some government contacts, yep, um and I assume mostly that I've used them in the past to manipulate votes or what have you, sure in relation to accumulating wealth. But what I want to do is set a trap So I'm going to find An abandoned Warehouse type place Not far from where I am
0: Easy to find in the docks area There's a sure. lot of like abandoned old buildings Or warehouses that aren't currently in use So, yeah
1: And I'm going to um, Feed the government Contact uh, information about Terrorist activity Sure, okay And I'm going to say, you know, they're going to meet, uh, at this place at, I'm going to say, you know, 24 hours from now. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and do that. So my, my, my plan is to set a bit of a trap. Um, so I'm going to go to this warehouse and, uh, take a look around, uh, see if there's anything in the, uh, environment that can be used to my advantage.
0: There are some barrels of kerosene okay. that can be, you know, rigged up to explode. There are, there's a forklift that, if you knew how to drive, would be very useful. Otherwise, not really. It's a pretty barren warehouse. It's got one of those um, two-level catwalks, the ones that go along the, side, along the wall. So you can kind of peer down and have an eye on everything without necessarily being seen. Okay. Um. Otherwise, that they're pretty empty.
1: All right. Well. Um. I guess to to rig the the kerosene tanks to explode, I just need to put them in a place where open flame. Yeah. Could could manipulate those. So maybe I'll, I'll let's see.
0: I feel like that's probably good enough. Is just to say you put them you. Just to yeah, just to rig it. That's, yeah, that's just cool. to rig them up.
1: And yeah, I will. I will take a, a rejuvenating nap. Okay. In, in the water to gain back everything. I don't think cool. I spent anything anyway.
0: Um, so you place a call to your government contract or your government contact. Uh, her name is uh Sharissa Cowley. She is a low level analyst at the NSA. This has sort of in the past been how you kind of get information on people as you have somebody in the intelligence community. So there's terrorist activity. Why would they target this where like do you know like what else do you know? I mean, this is huge. If you can
1: It's a it's a clandestine meeting place. I think they're also running weapons through here.
0: Okay, that's Yeah, that's going to be huge. I appreciate the call. Anything else you can tell us about them or what they're planning?
1: Uh, heavily armed, very dangerous.
0: Heavily armed, very dangerous. We'll go in hot. Great great appreciate it your con- you've done your country a great service which after all we've done for you uh maybe doesn't even the books but you know who am i to say <laughs> <laughs> and she hangs up the phone you take a nap we cut to the next day Do you, are you so are you so are you calling uh, Amon katal to tell him to come over
1: let's see how close am i to the deadline that i gave myself
0: at this point you're about 8 9 hours um, Enough time to enact a plan before they arrive.
1: Yeah, I, I I'd like to uh, investigate this place so that there, uh, maybe if it's near the docks, sure. There's uh, some sort of like, what what am I thinking of? Like uh, a, like an indoor type dock, like water going in that I could kind of like escape through.
0: Like yeah, like an indoor dock, uh, mm-hmm. like a plate Yeah yeah. Yeah, you can find one of those um, in, like, the next building over. Like, next door, the next door warehouse, there is one of those. It's for bringing in, like, freight, like, small freight boats.
1: Mm. I was thinking I'd want to be able to be in the middle of this building, and then, when all the shit hits the fan, escape, or at least go into the water, where I have a chance to survive.
0: Well, within the building itself, the one that you've scheduled the meeting in, the yeah. the probably the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you go out from one of the windows along that upper level catwalk, uh huh, and then just sort of make a jump towards the water from there.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, if I think that's a plan, you know what? To to even further mess things up, uh, I want to try and find uh, a criminal element within the nearest town.
0: Okay. Um. Roll me a. Streetwise plus.
1: I got, I got like a, a a black market. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna find the like yeah local gang.
0: Manipulation plus streetwise. Give me manipulation plus streetwise. You got With it. With a difficulty of uh at, uh at least two successes. Okay. And then each success from there will lower the amount of time it takes to find what you're looking for.
1: Okay. So three successes.
0: So three successes. We'll say it takes you a good portion of the time that you've got until the meeting. Now you have about two hours, maybe three, maybe two and a half. But there's also no saying when the government's going to show up, considering that they think that there's heavily armed weapons dealers. Mm-hmm. So you do find a small, a small um, narcotics import outfit. The person, you know, you ask around, you ask the right questions, and they take you to meet sort of the head dealer. Uh, I'm going to ask you to give me a roll, start of this interaction, give me a roll of your Azoth.
1: Okay. Just the Azoth uh, d10? Yeah. All right. Uh, one success.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect.
1: So I will um, use, what is this? It's the uh, Firebringer. Okay. Uh, so what, are this your, is,
0: what is your what are your various um, disquiet like Soothe... What is the next ability up after Soothe disquiet? Uh,
1: it's Alembic, and it's just like two natural. It's two ranks and just dampening.
0: That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Um, so this this firebringer I want to roll is the give myself an aura of respect. Okay. So that's my Azoth and persuasion versus intelligence.
0: They got two successes. So you have to get two successes for a partial success, three for a one success. Okay. So, so let's see. I'll, I'll read the failure. Yeah.
1: Uh, would, it, would dramatic failure would be no successes, right?
0: Uh, dramatic failure is if you only roll one dice and fail it. So you didn't get Oh, the okay, failure.
1: all right. So I just I just fail. Whoops. <laughs> so I want to persuade this guy that a rival gang's moving in on his turf. I'm, I'm. The reason they should listen to me is I'm the old head of this, uh, you know, crime family. Sure, sure. Give- uh, and they they pushed me out, and this is the way I'm going to hurt them. And they've set up camp in in that warehouse.
0: Okay. Uh, give me a role of manipulation plus uh, sutterfuge plus your black market specialization.
1: Manipulation. Or
0: streetwise. Streetwise. Plus streetwise, manipulation, black market.
1: Four. Three successes.
0: Okay. The person that you're talking to, this very, very heavy set uh, old man in a lovely suit. Is He's sitting, he's watching you He is very sort of unfazed By your tale of uh, Crime, but several of the other guys Around him, like the armed guys around him Are sort of whispering Amongst themselves and kind of like Wondering if they should Listen to you But the guy himself sort of takes his big Wheezing breath And looks at you like What gang? Give me a name
1: and Let's see I will uh gonna do a magic thing. Okay. <laughs> Which magic thing am I going to do? I'm wondering if I could do the in vino Veritas and force him to tell me the name of like somebody he would fear.
0: Okay. I can see um, that.
1: so let's see. I I want to say like uh I'll say, you know, the the only gang who could have done this without you knowing. Okay. You know, and I and I think you know who it is.
0: Sure, that makes sense. Um, give me whatever roll... What is the roll call for?
1: Uh, versus composure plus Azoth. Okay, so... That's
0: three. So he got two successes. So you're rolling.
1: I'm rolling a lot. I Hopefully hopefully, I do it.
0: You got two successes. So you need two successes for a partial. Three for a success. One, two, three, four. Perfect. Perfect. He leans in real close. So the yakuza (laughs) (laughs) you telling me the yakuza are coming son of a bitch (laughs) god you think you got a good thing going and then the fucking yakuza all right all right all right all right all right boys gather around gather around this good samaritan here May, in fact, be all that stands between us and the Yakuza taking over the docks. I have <laughs> to admit it, but he might be all that stands in the way. So let me ask you, fella, what do you need from us?
1: I need you to uh, set a trap for him. Okay, we can I kn- do that. I, 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 know, I know they're coming, and I know they want to come for me, because I've been, you know... Because I'm dangerous. I mean, look, look what I've done already. I, I've come to you, so I'll I'll be the bait in this trap, and and uh, you you be ready you be ready to roll in, kinds of blazing, But you know, be be wary. Uh, sure. You never know what the yakuza can do.
0: Okay, well, we we can do that. So um, for the uh, as a group, you all you all go back into the original warehouse. Uh huh. They position several of their guys behind some boxes along the catwalk, pointed down sort of at the main area where, like, you've set up a little chair or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be the bait. Absolutely. The sun goes down, like, twi- we're in twilight, the doors of the warehouse open, and surrounded by about half a dozen uh, people in that same sort of tactical gear that you saw earlier, or the other day. hmm is a woman in a fine, like, rich, navy blue suit, a heavy set Egyptian woman with, well, with black hair and brown eyes. She walks in, she sort of grabs a chair and sits in front of you and just sort of leans in. We appreciate you taking the time to see us. In the name of full disclosure, the government won't be coming. You're not the only one with contacts, dear. <laughs> Shit. I
1: don't say this out loud, of course. I keep my cool. Sure,
0: sure. Perhaps I've been rude and not introducing myself. My name is Nanette Coleman. I am High Priestess of the Anubi Bloodline. I think that perhaps, what with the men hunting you and all, we have gotten off on the wrong foot.
1: Perhaps we have. Am I still paying for the mistakes I made eons ago?
0: Oh yes, at least you remember now, we appreciate that
1: Oh no, I do remember the mistake I made of not killing all of you
0: (laughs) Oh, I can appreciate that a great deal, you're a man after my own heart You and I are not so different it seems after all Tell me All those years of hiding and squirreling away money like a... Like a... Well, I, I guess like a squirrel, I'm not sure where I was going with that one But yeah, like a squirrel was it worth it knowing that you were going to be corroded and skewered by a group of angry vampires? In the back of your mind, did you always know that it was going to come to this?
1: To be honest, I hadn't given you all a second thought.
0: You know, that's fair. I appreciate your honesty. I'm going to be honest with you and say, we I was among those that had written off your existence all those many years ago. I was among those that had written you off the the order of the great hunt was a useful tool in accruing political power but i found them to be overzealous overzealous madmen haunting a hunting a straw man
1: and now your political power will end with my death convenient
0: well the political powers will go on will go on unabated but now i now i merely have an army of hitmen at my command it's rather a nice benefit to your death
1: you know at least as a promethean i have the ability to forget what a curse it must be to not let anything go.
0: Oh. You know, that was a pretty good burn. I don't have a reply to that one. I gotta <laughs> give you that.
1: And at that point, I want to, uh, I don't know, get, give a signal. And, sure. Um, yeah.
0: So they stand up. The guys stand up. They start opening fire. They open fire at the barrels. The barrels explode. Several of the men go flying. Uh, there's a shootout. And amidst all of the chaos, you're still, like, Nanette is still just sitting and looking at you perfectly still, like, completely unfazed by the carnage going on around her. So what are you doing at this time?
1: I will, uh, try to use atavistic instincts. Okay. To, let's see, I can make them flee or attack a victim of, of my choice. Okay. Excellent. So that's manipulation with, versus composure in Azoth. Okay. And centrifuge.
0: She got one success.
1: One success.
0: Okay. So, um, you see her stand up. Well, what do you what do you command her to do first?
1: I tell her to uh, attack a uh, uh, a surviving vampire that's okay. on on the ground floor.
0: In a flash, so quick, you're not even sure your eyes register it at first. Like, it's something that you kind of only recognize in retrospect. You see her stand up, grab a man in a tactical suit, grab his throat, rip it out, toss it aside, and sit back down in front of you. Oh my god. No! (laughs) And she just goes, Well, that was fun. Now, I must admit, this trap that you've laid is clever... Certainly I didn't expect a Promethean to ally with people. That was an unexpected twist. You know, what we know of your people suggests that you're not exactly sociable sorts. So I can, you know, respect where respect is due. Game recognize game, as the kids say. (laughs) Perhaps this... Perhaps we may call this a wash. (laughs) But I want you to know something. For the next time that we meet. And we will meet again, if not my generation, if not in my cult, then some future generation, I want you to know, you must understand something. As I said, I doubted your existence my entire life. I've been alive since the 1600s, and I assumed that surely you had either embarked on your pathetic excuse for a great work, or a mob of pitchfork-wielding peasants had burned you alive. But it seems that it is not only vampires and mortals that have set their eye on you, Morris. Are you aware of angels? The existence of angels?
1: I've read about them.
0: Uh, That was my reaction, too, until I had the dream. A Being of Light came to me with nothing but a set of GPS coordinates. It was divine fire incarnate, Morris. Your enemies range beyond those of a vampire. It seems heaven itself has set its eye upon you to punish you for the crime of existing as a Promethean for as long as you have.
1: And so this is actually the first time I actually lose my composure. I am visibly shaken.
0: Well, that was effective. Guess what they say about the truth is true. (laughs) (laughs) She turns around and sees, like... Her men are making gains, but some of them are badly burned. One of them is just getting riddled with bullets, and he's still standing between the bulletproof armor and you know the vampire. Yeah. She looks around. She merely says, "Kill everyone in this room. I've got a dinner to attend to." She wipes. She sp- like wipes some blood off of her nice dress jacket, turns and walks out. It's now up to you to either make an escape. Try to help some people, or insert third option.
1: Good lord. Um, let's see. I I don't think I can use my like manipulation powers to like make her not hostile.
0: I mean, you can you can attempt it if that's what you want to do, but it's a like, it's a it's a gambit.
1: Yeah, I think what I'll what I'll do is uh, try try to get out of there. Okay. You know, leave, leave everyone to, to die or where the chips fall where they may.
0: Okay. Um, you make your way up the catwalk. Two of the guys turn to you with their machine guns. These aren't Yakuza, I don't think! And then just get riddled with vampire bullets. <laughs> One of them gets riddled with bullets, the other a vampire lands in front of them and just punches straight through them. Like a scene in a kung fu movie. Yeah. Uh, you make your way out, out of the window. You climb down the wall. Waiting for you at the bottom with... Uh, a nine millimeter pistol is the fat man from earlier. Okay,
1: so let's see. Gosh. The there's the Iago's whisper. Okay, I will not do that. I'll just do the uh, suggestion. Can I can I use the suggestion to make him kill himself? Like,
0: um, you can, but I'm gonna make it very make. I'm gonna add some difficulty to it, so you have to get at least. Four Five... Um... Six successes. Oh, boy. Four successes to make him hurt himself. Six successes to make him kill himself. Okay. And he just looks at you. I should have known. Stopping the Yakuza would have made my career. I would have been a godfather. I should have known it was too good to be true.
1: I, th- I think I'll just use fight instinct against this guy. Okay. Right? No, I guess that's it's still atavistic instincts for humans. Okay. So I'll do, do that again. Yeah, I just want him to, to flee in terror. Okay. Two successes.
0: Okay. And what is that? What am I rolling for that?
1: It's... Let me check. Composure plus my off.
0: Okay. No, he doesn't, sir. He doesn't succeed. You succeed.
1: Hooray. So, um... I'm out of there.
0: Yep. You You dive into the water... You're left alone to confront um, the what's the word I'm looking for? Det- not detrius to look, confront the cold fact that a lifetime of manipulation and abuse has not only come back to you in an angry vampire army, but in make me an intelligence plus occult roll.
1: Intelligence plus occult. Yeah, I want to. I want to know what the angels are. Two plus three is five.
0: Alright. Oh, sorry. um, I I was just
1: getting my dice. That was my successes. Uh, Two successes.
0: Yeah. What little you know of them indicates that we're talking about Kashmalim, an angel of creation powered by divine fire, given a mission that is a singular obsession. These missions are questionable uh, at best, they don't understand reality beyond the context of their mission.
1: And it wants me dead.
0: And it wants you dead. So
1: there there's a there's a part of me that feels like well maybe I should just throw in the towel then. You know, what what good has this existence been anyway? But then I decide, you know, fuck that. I'm gonna go out fighting. I'm gonna confront this thing head on. If it wants me dead, I'm gonna do my damnedest to return the favor.
0: At that moment as you sort of float in the waters of the Hudson River the moment you sort of think, nah fuck that. And despite it being the dead of night now because some time has passed since the firefight started, a blinding flash of light appears in front of you and a seemingly a being of fire, like a human torch, appears before you, standing before you and just points a finger at you and says, "You have faced the ghosts of your wicked past. You have chosen the path to continue fighting. You have accepted the harm that you have done to others. This was my mission. <laughs> what say you? What will you do now?
1: This was your entire mission to get me to come into a state of thinking?
0: The mission was to help you re that spark. That, and he leans in, fire within you. And he looks real stone-faced at you for, like, a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> you have strayed from your great work, Morris. Oh, what great work was that? The great work of all Prometheans to find, learn the ways of humanity on the route to becoming a human. I've learned enough. Have you? For your curses, your Promethean curse still burns within you, does it not? <laughs> Tell Boy, me, when is, the, when is the last time an animal looked at you with anything other than terror?
1: I hate animals.
0: I take it the answer then is a long time. For, let me ask you this. Even a puppy? Oh come on. Like a really cute puppy? Stop it. And he's kicking he's kicking his little feet. You're holding him, he's kicking his little feet. When is the last time an adorable puppy looked at you with anything other than That's
1: human love. It's for humans. What do I what do I want with humanity? I know I know their ugliness.
0: Uglier than a man hiding in a sewer for 800 years. Or four... yeah, 800... like, 80 years.
1: I'm only a reflection. A reflection of them. I don't need the weakness that comes with it. Hmm.
0: I had hoped that perhaps you would accept that through the harm that you've brought, you are no stronger than a human, but perhaps my mission remains. Let's duke it out. I have no desire for violence with you, Morris. I hope to aid you such that one day you may embrace your great work and I may embrace the holy fire from which I was born.
1: So you're telling me you're, you're stuck with me
0: more or less. Yes. In a oh, manner of good. speaking, then I
1: have a lot to teach you. Wonderful. Um,
0: so, so I'm assuming okay. you, you sort of swim down, you swim down the Hudson, this fiery floating being sort of ho- floats behind you <laughs> Uh, I think that's where we call it. Yeah. Oh god. Like that's a good ending point, honestly. Yeah. Oh man. I Feel like even oh that was the next so much chapter. fun. That was super fun. I feel like you're embarking on the next chapter of your great journey, being haunted by this weird fire angel. <laughs>
1: I feel like I feel like if, if Morris can make that angel just really really hate everything.
0: <laughs> that would be a mission accomplished. That's a good mission to have. That truly might be your great work. <laughs> that might that might be a great work. Ah, uh, Jeff, thanks so much. Oh my god, that was super fun. Thank you so much for coming on to the show.
1: Ah, uh, a great time.
0: I had a really great time. Um, so, um, anything that you want to plug social media-wise?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I uh, perform... Uh, on a uh, storytelling, well, not storytelling. That's the wrong word. It's an old-timey radio theater podcast.
0: Really, I did not know that that was a thing. Absolutely, it's called Fireside Mystery Theater
1: re. dot um, com. You can uh, listen to past episodes. I wouldn't say I'm I'm, uh, I'm a member, but I'm a regular. Okay, cast that's performer. Super I, cool. I didn't know that was you know original uh, spooky stories with a lot of camp uh performed live monthly and then recorded for the podcast so yeah,
0: check it out uh yeah awesome um that sounds super cool i will check that out and i hope that my listeners do as well um yeah okay well bill thank you so much for coming on to the show it's been a blast having you i hope that we'll see morris again um and in the meantime i'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with everything all right, take it, future me. They said you only live once. Well, I beg to differ, because you can live forever through the feelings you deliver. Thanks, past Me. And thanks again to Bill for coming onto the show. That was so good. I cannot wait to have him on again. Be sure to check out Fireside Mystery Theater at www.firesidemysterytheater.com. And you can follow Bill on Twitter at surdy, that's C-I-R-D-I-E. Meanwhile, you can follow the show on Twitter at Party of One Pod, and you can like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com Party of If you like the show, consider leaving an tunes review. Five star reviews are super helpful in getting new people to find the show. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank and edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Random, aka Megaran, featuring the DD Sluggers. Until next time, thanks for listening. I'm proud of you, and thank God I have you.
1: Never gonna die.